It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with AJ Casavell, who covers the Padres for MLB.com. AJ, we are nearing the corner of January. It is unbelievable to me that this month is almost over. Last year, I think January was crawling. Somebody, somebody put this meme out that said, January was 170 days long, and I couldn't have agreed more. It felt like half a year, but now we are flying by. There's not a ton of breaking news, per se, out of Padres camp, but we do have a couple things we get to talk about today. But first of all, how are you? I'm good. I wish I wish some more things would happen. I, mean, I think we're we're about a month away from Padres baseball, and I'm not sure we have the opening day starter or the starting third baseman on the roster just yet. Lots of things to figure out, and hopefully in the next few weeks, it'll give us a couple of things to talk about. Things will be figured out. Or, AJ, you and I are going to be speculating and heading into spring training um, where we'll learn a few more things. But what I love right now is that every reporter for MLB.com is is going around the horn and basically looking at where guys will slot in. And the most interesting thing about the Padres that you and I have been talking about all offseason is this outfield, this very puzzling outfield, because A.J. Preller clearly finds value in this logjam that's going on. And he's got some decisions to make heading into spring training in the season. Uh, but that's what you and I are here for. And that's actually what you're here for mostly because you're the brains behind this podcast. We both know that. But Let's break down the outfield. Let's let's get really, um, you know, minute with with it right now. So let's start. You wrote about these guys: Will Myers, Hunter Renfro, and Fran Mel Reyes. These are all right-handed corner outfielders. So let's figure out. You tell me. What do you foresee in their futures? Yeah, there's three of them for two spots, and it's not one of those situations like there's some other guys on the roster, Franchi Cordero and, and Travis Jankowski, who are left-handed hitters. Travis Jankowski's a great defender. Like You can find playing time for those guys if you just want to platoon or find the right spots for them. You're not going to find time for Will Myers, Hunter Renfro, and Fran Mil Reyes unless you just decide to do a timeshare. There's no, there's not, I, I'm sure there's some guy, there's some matchups that might favor one guy versus another guy. Uh, but for the most part, they have similar profiles. So you're not going to say, oh, well, he'll start against lefties. He'll start against righties. He'll start against this type of pitcher. Uh, and so what it, what it says to me is, and, and I'll kind of preview uh, an inbox I have, uh, a question I have running later this week is, all six guys are still in the outfield. If all six of their their options are still there on opening day, what happens? Well, the answer is probably one of them's not going to start the season in the major leagues, and it's probably going to be one of those three. And if you if you deduce a little further, uh, they're not going to let Franmil Reyes not get regular at bats because of the, the steps he made last season and the progress they see for him in the future. So, what I also said in that inbox is, I still think it's pretty unlikely that that happens, that, that all five, that all six guys are there on opening day and healthy. Uh, it's always useful to have some, some 
backup options. But right now, it's 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 really interesting, and I think uh, the the different combinations have probably been floating through the Padres' decision making uh, this this whole offseason. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if I didn't clarify, those three are our corner outfielders. So that's why all of those situations can't play out because they're corner outfielders. And then you mentioned Travis Jankowski and Franchi Cordero, obviously both capable, you wrote about this, of playing all three outfield spots. And you want to find time for those guys. And you also mentioned in your story on Padres.com, Francisco Mejia, who could potentially transition to part-time left fielder. So, I mean, AJ, talk me through AJ Preller's head right now. Where's his head at? Well, I, I think he wants to trade with these guys, and I think he wants to do it. And if it's a trade, to, to kind of to, to get a, either a starting pitcher or a third baseman. But the fact that maybe the rest of the league knows he wants to trade those guys might be leading the rest of the league to ask for a lower price. In which case, AJ Preller's not going to trade one of those guys, and so. That's what I think's happened probably on multiple times this offseason is teams have come calling and AJ said, all right, I'm, we're interested. We're interested in moving one of our young, controllable outfielders. Are you going to give us a, a top-of-the-line starter? And the, the other teams refused. And so I, I, I think there's still a possibility they come to a deal, but there's also the possibility that they enter the season with all these guys, in which case I think it'd be hard to find Francisco Mejia playing time in a corner outfield if you're already kind of backlogged with, with, with essentially five of those guys. Uh, but it'll, I think it'll come down to, uh, the health of the guys and then whether the Padres can, mat- whether the Padres can match up because, uh, match up on a trade because if they were to trade one of these guys, they're still deep enough at the major league level in the outfield. It's not like they're, they're stretching themselves too thin in the case of an injury. So, um, I, I would expect them to be if not before the season at least at the trade deadline maybe when it becomes clear what the teams need and which of these outfielders are the right pieces for those teams the Padres will will be active in in shopping one of their guys I loved in in your story how you wrote about Preller's um how how Preller is is looking at this situation and that he does have so much value and sees these guys as so valuable. It's not that he's being careless with the number of guys. He just finds them so valuable that he's not willing to part unless the, the situation is right and is, is best for them. Um, and I, I thought that was really interesting because that's not something that you normally hear. It's usually a case of, of other situations, but I, I really like um, – that you pointed that out in your story. So now, now we probably just wait, AJ, right? It's probably a spring training scenario. Yeah. I think we, we kind of wait and see what these guys do in spring training. Um, it, it's also fair to ask, uh, Hunter Renfro and Fran Mill Reyes made some pretty big strides last season. It's fair to ask whether those are, are going to be sustained into the future. And so it's not like, it's not like they have six guys who have played outfield in the past and they have those three righty hitting corner outfielders and they all have a starting experience, but none of them, none of the six are sure things. There's no, there's no definitive answer on the table. So, so it's not like if the Padres are going to trade one of the guys, they want to be sure that either a, they're not trading a, a potential star. Cause all I think, I think the Padres feel like Fran Mil Reyes and Hunter Renfro have, have the type of tools where they could be very good hitters in the future. And so if they're trading one of them, they want to make sure that, Either the other one 
can fill the void left by that guy or the guy they're giving away isn't going to develop into something that the Padres could really use in the future. Um, I think what you mentioned with A.J. Preller and, and his reluctance to give guys away, uh, that kind of stems from that concept. He doesn't want to he, – he, he's proven in the past that and the last two trade deadlines are the perfect example where they've had guys who were options to be dealt and kind of seemed like it would have made more sense to deal them and the deal the, – the price wasn't met – and there was no urgency to move those guys, even if it made a lot more sense to do so. He's, he's not going to move the guys unless his price is met. And that's that's the number one reason why we have six outfielders still. And it's February. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is, AJ. But uh, we move on. We move on because other there are other things going on with this team. So every every reporter wrote about the rotation. If the season started today, what the rotation would look like. And I say this saying also don't get it too attached to Garrett Richards because he is not expected to if he's definitely not expected to start, uh, but potentially maybe at the end of the season be ready to to get a couple of innings in just to get his his um his feet wet, but what does the rotation look like right now if the season started today? Yeah, and we've talked about the rotation down the road, kind of the way it could piece together with with and then with the prospects coming up and with Denelson Lamette coming back from Tommy John surgery too. Uh, but but the the season opening rotation is the real question mark. There's no I. I I don't think the opening day starter is on the roster yet. I think they they still add a starter, possibly a veteran. Um, and I, I I think Eric Lauer, Joey Lucchese have their spots pretty much locked up. There's a competition for the other places, but right now that competition isn't necessarily as deep as I think the Padres would want it to be. They don't have that that kind of rotation depth in the minor leagues that they would like. Um, so it's it's Lauer, Lucchese. I think Robbie Erlin will get a shot. Uh, maybe. Last year, he was, he was a lot better out of the bullpen than he was in the rotation. Um, he'll, he'll get a shot in the rotation in spring training, but I think ultimately he could be kind of that long man, left-hander type. Uh, Matt Strom is in a similar position to Robbie Erlin, uh, only in the sense that they both spent time in the bullpen last year. Strom, I think the Padres view as a potential starter uh, with front-of-the-rotation caliber stuff, but he's coming off knee surgery two seasons ago. That's why he pitched out of the pen last year, and that's why he really didn't pitch a whole lot last year. And so um, – He's a possibility for the rotation. The the other spot, it, it, it's a competition. Brian Mitchell, Jacob Nix, Brett Kennedy. Uh, there's some other in-house options, but I think the Padres, at the very least, even if they don't, even if Joey Lucchese has to be the opening day starter, they'd like to add a, a name or two just into that mix to to enhance the competition for those younger guys and to kind of make them earn their spot. Do you see that coming through trade or free agency? I think there's a lot of free agent names still available. If it's if it's trade. I don't know that the Padres are going to give up their resources for uh, a kind of middle of the road starting pitcher. Uh, I think they, they think they can they can spend a little bit of money and, and get that get that guy because there's so many pitchers available right now, uh, so many kind of maybe back into the rotation veteran guys. Um, I'll also say, I, if they're going to make a trade and and they end up moving one of those outfielders like we discussed earlier, they're going to want a, probably a starting pitching help, and that'll probably be the end goal. So. Um, or it, it could be a third baseman, but but that that's starting pitching's high on the list, <laughs> and I think it's uh, I, I, if I had to guess, I, I think they they enter, they maybe sign a, a pitcher or two, not necessarily a big name, but but someone who can compete for for a rotation place because the pitching depth isn't good enough. Okay, and let's switch gears. You you just mentioned third base, and you wrote about the third base situation as well. You called it tricky. 
Yes, it's it, <laughs> it's tricky because I don't think I, I don't think the starting third baseman's on the roster either. I think going forward, the rest of the the rest of this lineup is pretty set. I, the outfield, I know there's questions, but but the right guys are probably there. Uh, same holds true at shortstop and second base and first base, two prospects in the middle of the infield and Eric Hosmer at first catch. It's either Austin Hedges or Francisco Mejia, but third base, I don't think we know who, who, who the guy is at third base. And I don't know if he's, he's probably not in a Padre uniform yet. There's, there's decent options, options farther away in the minor leagues, Hudson Potts being one, but, uh, the opening day third baseman as it stands is Ty France, who I think a lot of people in the organization like, but. He's still a question mark, and he's not a top. He's not really a heralded top prospect. He's 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 more of a minor league journeyman than anything else. And they'll give it. They'll give him a shot. They'll give Esteban Quiroz a shot. They'll give uh, Jason Vossler a shot. They'll, Ian Kinsler will get some reps at third base, but it's not. That, that's not. I don't think that's enough. I think there there's some other options out there, even if it's not a even if it's not a huge name, or even if it's not like a. Like I mean, Manny Machado is obviously the huge name, but but Mike Mustakis and and Marwin Gonzalez are options there too. Even if it's not those guys, there's other options there to bring in just to just to kind of enhance the competition because there's not a there's not a major league option at third base right now, uh, experience wise. Sure, some of those guys could pay off. Christian Villanueva had a nice season last year without much experience, but there's there's serious question marks at third. Lots of question marks for this Padres team, but good thing we have you, AJ, too cover it all and to keep us posted on anything that is up and coming anything else we need to know about my friend before we wrap up this week i've got nothing else let's uh let's let's make make sure something happens before next week's podcast that's right that's right all right listen padres.com if you what'd you say that's right tell preller find preller tell him we need some news because we got to get this padres podcast back on its feet i think i think you did a great job though padres.com to check out the third base situation and also this log jam in the outfield uh because aj's got the breakdown on that my friend thank you so much i appreciate your time all right with aj casavell i'm danny wexelman thank you guys so much for tuning in